Hi friends, welcome to the Kansas City MomCast, a place to learn, connect, and grow in a relevant and intentional way. We're your hosts, Sarah and Megan. Join us as we interview experts in the field and hear from local moms just like you. This is a podcast for Kansas City moms by Kansas City moms. We know that your time is precious and we're grateful you've chosen to spend some of it with us. Thank you for being a part of the Kansas City Mom Collective community. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Kansas City Mom Collective is proud to be celebrating our 10th birthday this month. The world has changed a lot in the last decade, but one thing that has remained the same is mom's need for community. We just aren't meant to do this alone. Today, we have the pleasure of interviewing Steph Flees, CEO and founder of City Mom Collective. I also get to have some fun interviewing our very own Sarah McGinnity, owner of Kansas City Mom Collective, about our past 10 years. Come along with us as we look back on how the internet and Kansas City Mom Collective has changed and where we go from here. Before we get started, I wanted to give a special thank you to our episode sponsor, Price Chopper. Go ahead, fill your tank or your cart. You're a chopper shopper. Chopper shoppers earn points every time they shop, then they can choose how to spend them. Select from free items in the Price Chopper app and load them onto your cart or save on fuel at Quick Trip. Get 25 cents off per gallon for every 500 reward points. Become a chopper shopper and start saving even more today. Thanks so much for being here. Hello, Steph. Welcome. Hey, ladies. And Thanks Sarah. for having me. Hey. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we appreciate you being here today. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to be here. Yes. Steph, we wanted to have you because, you know, we're excited that Kansas City is celebrating our 10th birthday, the end of um, July. Yay. Yeah. Um, And it's amazing to look back on how things have changed, you know, with the Kansas City Mom Collective site, with um, City Mom Collective, which you'll tell us about in a second, and then just, you know, social media and how moms communicate. So much has changed in 10 years. Yeah. Um, so can you take us all the way back and talk about how um, City Mom Collective got started? What was your inspiration? And then, you know, where it is today? Yeah, for, for sure. Well, congratulations on ten, almost 10 years or 10 years. Uh, that's huge. I actually read a statistic recently that a very few percentage of businesses make it past the five-year mark just because business ownership is very difficult. So uh, congratulations on that. But uh, yeah, I'm happy to talk about the beginnings of City Mom Collective. Uh, I, gosh, where, how far back do we go? Um, <laughs> but did, I, mean, I feel like I have questions. Like when did it start? Like what year? Yeah. So I had my first daughter who is now uh, 14 uh, back in 20, uh, 2009. And uh, I was living in Scottsdale at the time. And honestly, what what's kind of funny when I look back to those uh, that period of time is that I remember specifically having a conversation with a friend about blogging because she 
legitimately at that time had no idea even what a blog was. <laughs> uh, and at that time, we were talking about it because a friend and I were toying around this with this idea of launching a hyper-local mom-centric blog uh, for Scottsdale Moms, uh, which later launched and became Scottsdale Moms Blog. But yeah, the uh, I mean, blogging is a very common vernacular now, uh, so much so that it's morphed now into an industry, a marketing industry of an influencer industry. But at that time, uh, a lot of people did not know about what a blog was. Uh, but I knew from my own motherhood experience that motherhood at times felt so lonely and isolating and overwhelming. And uh, I just knew that I couldn't possibly be the only mom that felt that way uh, in this new motherhood journey that I was uh, starting. And so uh, a good friend of mine, Joy Cherick, and I started Scottsdale Moms Blog with this desire to uh, not only kind of itch kind of this, oh, we want to try something new um, scratch that we had, but uh, also just really wanting to desire, desiring to connect local to Scottsdale area moms. And so we launched that in 2010 uh, and it quickly took off uh, not only from a community standpoint, but also uh, from a sponsorship and business standpoint uh, so much so that I remember the first event that we hosted a mom's night out event. Uh, we, sold out all of our tickets within, and we only had, I think, 75 tickets, but we sold out within the first hour. Uh, wow. There was such a demand for moms uh, to have that type of opportunity to connect with one another. And so uh, that was our flagship site uh, that we started. And uh, shortly after that time frame uh, in 2011, I was having an another baby. So our second daughter was born and we were uh, birthing, you know, figuratively another business, uh, which was at that time called City Moms Blog Network. Uh, we had moms across the country reaching out, uh, seeing what we were doing with Scottsdale Moms Blog and wanting to do something similar. And so we started uh, the network with this desire to uh, empower moms that were similar in mindset set to us, uh, both entrepreneurs, but also community fo focused. And uh, that's really kind of how uh, now City Mom Collective, we have since rebranded, um, began. That's so cool. Okay. So what's the total time running now? Do the math for yeah, me. Yeah. So t t about 12 years, about 12, <laughs> 12 years. years. Okay. Gosh, yeah. that's, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Sarah, where did, where did Kansas City Mom Collective come in. Do you know the number of like what's the what's our birth order? <laughs> We're the what number? I mean, so many things have changed. Sites that you know don't exist anymore. But I yeah, think that's, we oh, that's true. Steph, do you think like late twenties, maybe? Okay. Like, yeah, probably. Probably that is an excellent. I, I wish no, I I do just, remember. Some freakish details about business, but <laughs> the number, exact number of what our sites sign on as, I don't have uh -huh. those top of mind. <laughs> it's like the um, United States, like what order does everybody like join the union or whatever, or join them, sure. you know, become a state. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. Very, very, yeah. very cool. So yeah. Steph, what are some of like the minds, the, oh my gosh, I cannot speak milestones, milestones that mark kind of the journey of city mom, city mom collective. Um, yeah. You know, like I mean, COVID, I think 
Right. Instagram. What are things that stand out in your mind? COVID certainly was a milestone uh, for everybody. Uh, You didn't even have to be in business for that to be a milestone in your life. Uh, But, you know, I I do think you mentioned the birth of Instagram. Uh, We started before Instagram was even a thing. Uh, And, you know, it's, it's funny because as they release threads now. Um, I remember like my initial reaction is, oh, another new thing. Like what, what is this going to look like from a business standpoint or a mom standpoint? Uh, but just imagine that's what we felt when Instagram started too. <laughs> We're like, oh, sure. We'll give this a try and see if it, uh, if it sticks. But I would say certainly the birth of Instagram and the changes of social media and how moms have used social media throughout the years, um, have been milestones throughout um, the business history. I'd say others are, we went through a rebrand. I already spoke to that just briefly, but rebranding City Mom, uh, Mom's Blog Network to City Mom Collective, but also rebranding all of our sister sites. Uh, that includes Kansas City Mom Collective. Uh, you know, I think people that have never gone through a rebrand of a business may not understand how consuming and how huge of a project that is. Uh, But it is a massive project just to rebrand one business, let alone at that time, I think we were supporting 80 rebrands. So it ended up, it ended up taking us two years uh, to complete all of those rebrands, but that would be another milestone. Um, And then you briefly said, um, and we spoke about COVID being uh, another milestone in the business. Uh, You know, thankfully, um, while our businesses collectively uh, were, you know, a little bit more protected than, say, a business that has... uh, you know, a lease or a brick and mortar business, uh, there still were definitely changes in how we were supporting moms and working with uh, our marketing clients. And so that would de- was definitely a marker um, on a professional standpoint. But on a personal standpoint, I mean, we were working, we were supporting all of these entrepreneurs who are moms that now all of a sudden have their children at home with them um, (laughs) incessantly. Uh, And so it was also like a personal milestone. We're Uh like, oh my gosh, how did I even get through that? I have no idea. But uh, we persevered and we're more tenacious because of it. Oh yeah. So, So, okay. So about the rebrand, I was talking to Steph off the record before we started about how I don't, I'm not business savvy. What is yeah. the purpose of a rebrand? Why did you guys, why did you decide to do a rebranding from, cause I remember when I was just, you know, a fan of city, um, Kansas city mom's blog. And yeah. then we switched to collective. Obviously that was because of the greater, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't even have the words for business things. Um, <laughs> what you do <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like stumbling through this because this it's is just okay. not my, not my Democrat, you know, not my thing. Okay. What, what was the purpose of the rebrand is what I am trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the primary purpose of rebranding and encouraging our local sister sites to do so was that while blogging was kind of the initial medium that we used uh, in starting our sister sites, 
our sister sites are so much more than just a blog. Uh, and so our sister sites, as well as City Mom Collective, are communities in multiple different mediums. You know, in your case, you you have a podcast, yeah. you have all these social media profiles, you do have a website component. Uh, and so we felt like removing blog from the business name was essential, possibly even vital uh, to the health of uh, kind of pivoting and adjusting to uh, what really our sister sites were in their communities. And so when we, when I say rebrand, there were three primary areas that we were supporting our sister sites in these rebrands. We were uh, working with them on rebranding their name. So the city mom or Kansas City Moms blog to Kansas City Mom Collective, mm -hmm. uh, rebranding their graphics yeah. uh, and rebranding their websites. Uh, and so it was a thing yeah. <laughs> to do all oh of that. Gosh, can't. But that makes that makes so much sense because it kind of, you know, pigeonholes you almost a little bit just by yeah. your title alone. And I that makes sense. And I think blogging had also changed. So, yeah, you know, when I look back at the number of people that would view what today I would probably call an article or a blog mm -hmm. back then, you know, we'd have, I can't even do the math, you know, 20 times the amount of people viewing it because people just weren't doing stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. You might not go online for every single thing, or if you wanted a recommendation, you'd be going to Yelp or whatever it was like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it was at that time. And now it seems so long ago, but like, yeah. But then, you know, blogging started kind of taking off and you had everybody doing, you know, their recipes or what they were eating for dinner or, you know, documenting like their day with their toddlers. And not that that's bad, but, you know, it's different. It became yes. a different connotation. More saturated. Yes. Very saturated. I would very say. saturated. Um, stuff, also not one I told you I was going to ask, however... Were there any particular brands along the way that you have felt really proud to have partnered with over the last 12 or so years? Hmm. You Anybody know what? Like pop out in your brain? Well, this is uh, really throwing it back, it feels like. But, uh, and Sarah, I can't remember if you were the owner at this time, but we worked with Costco oh, yeah. uh, on a. <laughs> where I think we opened 89 warehouses an oh hour early across the country oh my uh, for what we called Costco mom hour because we had any yes yeah so because any mom of little kids is like why doesn't Costco open earlier than uh -huh. 10 o'clock uh -huh. pretty much uh -huh. Um, and you know, I, we did that for a couple of years and the last year that we did Costco mom hour, I think the latest kind of information I received from them was that they did $2.4 million of sales in that hour in the oh warehouses that we opened early. Uh, and I mean, I, I just like Costco in general. Mm -hmm. So I think that is certainly a brand that I'm proud to have partnered with. Uh, but uh, in 2021, we partnered with an agency that represented the White House for a vaccine advocacy campaign. Oh. And that just being able to say that you partnered okay. with the White House is pretty cool. So uh, mm -hmm. 
I'm definitely proud of that. But uh, my team on our national sales side does such a wonderful job representing the work that our sister sites do to our clients. And so uh, I think we've got a very wide range of small budget, like businesses that are just getting started to much larger budget businesses that are looking to market to our communities. So a lot, a lot of pride that I feel towards the work that they're doing. Okay, Steph, what do you see are the biggest changes in how moms create community now compared to when you first started? Such a good question because I I feel like the need for community is the same. Like that mm-hmm. that's one thing that I have regularly told people is that the good news is for our businesses and for our communities is that moms are desperate for community regardless of what that exactly looks like. Uh, they need to feel a part of a, either a small kind of tight-knit mom-centric community or a larger community. But in terms of how like the biggest changes, I mean, certainly social media is a very large part of how moms are interacting uh, anymore and how they are fulfilling that need to be a part of community. Uh, and so, you know, if I, if I had to guess, I think they, while the desire again is the same it's still it's possibly being met more so in a social kind of mm-hmm. um text messaging and social media way uh than always face to face uh although i do really believe that face to face connection is so needed and desperate for yeah. moms regardless of if it was 10 years ago or now yeah so kind of speaking to that, why why do you personally feel like other moms are so vital to just the motherhood journey or just being a mom? Right. Well, I mean, and this is in what I said earlier and just sharing the history of CMC is that I know in my own motherhood journey that I it is so tempting to feel like I am the only one feeling this way mm-hmm. in my motherhood journey, mm-hmm. or um, I haven't talked to anybody that's remotely my height in like days, you know, other than my <laughs> husband. <laughs> Or, or like, I haven't been visited on the toilet, you know, by somebody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, I, you know, moms are just, we're just so inclined to kind of stay in our own bubbles, because we have these little people that are dependent on us. But uh, I truly feel like like what we are doing when we only do that is pouring of ourselves and not take in not rejuvenating and refilling ourselves. And so I do feel like the mom to mom connection is how you feel not so alone, how you feel like, oh my gosh, you too. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only person that feels that way in this motherhood journey. Uh, And it really does like bolster our spirits and give us fresh energy and perspective for each day when we are pulling other moms alongside of us in the journey. Yeah. I think normalizing is like the most helpful thing, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I mean, I think some people may be listening to that and think, yeah, I agree, but I'm more of an introvert. Mm -hmm. I actually have this speculation that moms in general turn more introverted, like in Mm -hmm. motherhood. (laughs) I feel like I hear so many moms say I was an extrovert. And now that I have kids around me all the time, (laughs) I'm an introvert. Um, Just because you're so tired. But uh, I do feel like even if, you know, you're max capacity for relationships in your life is smaller in number than your ultra extroverted friend, you still need like people around you absolutely in the journey. Okay. So stuff with social media, just so many of our businesses exist because of it. So what advice do you have for moms in navigating these platforms? That is a big question because, mm-hmm. um, Sarah came I, up with that one. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> well, here, here's what I will say. And, uh, I, I feel like I have operated much of my life in the world of like Switzerland. So uh-huh. I, I see the massive pros of social media. So when we're talking about the topic of social media, being in Switzerland means I see so many wonderful advantages to social media, but I also see the cons as well. And I know that it takes us away from face-to-face interaction. Uh, it has been proven by research upon research that it does increase depression and anxiety and all of these various things. And so standing in my Switzerland box, here's what I will say about moms and social media. Um, I don't think it's a one size fits all for every mom of how you use social media. I do think it has its lovely, lovely parts about it. But I also think like deep down people know themselves and they know Mm -hmm. like what is, what is good for me in engagement on social media and how I use it. Yes. I think that's Um, so, so true. I feel like, Sarah, do we do a pod? Do we do an episode on this? I don't know about comparison a bit. Yeah, I think comparison. And I think just um, almost like kind of something that us, this, our generation of moms, what we have to learn how to teach our kids, which is hard because we're kind of learning alongside is that social media literacy piece of the awareness of how you feel when you're Mm -hmm. on fill in the blank app, when Mm -hmm. you're on fill in the blank, you know, page or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And just noticing that, um, I think it's really, really important. And then giving yourself the permission to not use something or to use it more sparingly. Right. Right. And, and not um, comparing your usage to someone else's because yeah. they're, they're walking a totally different kind of mental game uh, and can take more or less when it comes to social media filtering. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think social media is an interesting thing because it really does have incredible thick you know, parts about it that allow us to connect to people, keep connected to people in our lives. Uh, but like, we cannot make that the only relationship, like how we connect with people is through, um, it, you have to like know your neighbors, yeah. know the, the moms that your kids are going to school with, like, and that takes tremendous effort beyond just scrolling on the screen. Yeah. Oh, Totally. Totally, totally. Sites are great at giving that pro of social media, and then that's why we have events and yeah, yeah, 
you know, try to facilitate both of those interactions. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Well, Steph, gosh, thank you so much for your time and, and congratulations on, I don't know. So when's your birthday? city mom collective when's the birthday well it is roughly around may june time frame uh every year so we just celebrated 12 years it'll be a teen next time oh my goodness you are a tween right now i have a teenager and Mm. they're they're Mm. special in a lot of really positive and tricky ways yes (laughs) this is what i hear No, well, well, thank you. Well, thank you. And congratulations to the Kansas City Mom Collective team too. Yeah. Thank you so much, Steph, for your time. You are awesome. Appreciate you. Thanks. Bye. Okay, friends. So we just got to visit with Steph um, about City Mom Collective, but it is actually our 10 year um, birthday this year. So thought it would be interesting to um, hear from Sarah, who is um, our owner about just kind of where we've been the past decade and then kind of where we're going. So Sarah, what do you, what have you seen to be the biggest changes from when we were Kansas City Moms blog to present day? Yeah, I think that the biggest change is just how we spend our time online as moms. So 10 years ago, um, Facebook didn't really have a lot of ads, and which is hard to believe now. I know. Uh, Instagram wasn't a thing, and everybody had, you know, a WordPress or some kind of blog spot, blog spot you know, something where they were kind of chronicling their motherhood journey. Yeah. Um, and we spent a lot of time reading other people's journeys. And so a lot of our posts and our content was geared toward that of just people sharing what it was like to be a mom in their little corner of the world. Yeah. Um, And I think that, you know, the internet community has changed in the landscape so much that there's just so much more. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I feel like, I don't know, you can weigh in, but I feel like as moms, I mean, I've had a lot more kids since then, so it's hard to say what's the, you know, (laughs) factor, but Mm -hmm. I think people are just of how they spend their time online because it's a lot messier and kind of it's oversaturated with information, good and bad. Um, and that people are also aware of like the effect on their mental health when they spend too much online. Um, and so a lot of our, you know, content has pivoted more to, guides and resources and just helping people navigate being a mom in Kansas city mm-hmm. while still hoping to elevate voices of moms in Kansas city who are experiencing different things, um, and helping, you know, other moms feel less alone. Yeah. That's very interesting and very true. Very true. What are some of the major kind of milestones over the past decade for Kansas city mom collective? I think yeah. Yeah, I mean, COVID, I feel like, was one of our main just because it dramatically um, changed the landscape of just our financials and our mm-hmm. our um, events. Because our, in our events, you know, we canceled yeah. an event like a week after everything shut down. 
what was that? Was that the Easter egg hunt? Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and it was seemed like such a hard choice, but now it's like there's no way we could have done it. But yeah, you know, we were working with so little information. Um, yeah. And I'm really proud of just looking back at that with our team of contributors, um, just really pivoting to helping moms through that and mm-hmm. elevating the experience of moms who were stuck at home with kids. They were suddenly homeschooling or, mm-hmm. you know, not even doing anything plus trying to work or, yeah. you know, their lives are complete. Everybody's lives are upended, but I think moms in particular had a unique yes intense experience right here yeah and so we talked to you know local and national media um about that but I think you know I'm just proud of how we completely changed everything we did to kind of meet moms where they were and what they needed in that moment sure that's exactly why we do what we do yeah Uh, and then I think, you know, Instagram obviously is the way a lot of people find us now. And it's a way for us to create community um, and elevate voices. And that wasn't around. So that was a major milestone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think just some of the partnerships we have developed um, in the community. I feel yeah. like we've had the opportunity to work with so many cool attractions and organizations. Mm-hmm. And it's just neat to see them really understanding the power that moms have within their house and within our community. Sure. Sure. How have, like, how have events changed since the beginning? Like I'm trying to remember, cause I went 10 years ago, I wasn't quite a mom. So were there events at that point? And what is, what, how have the events evolved over time? The exception uh, of COVID, of course. Right. One of our first events to launch the blog was, um, like at a restaurant where mm. like 75 to hundred moms who came, um, we did a mom's dinner out in the West bottoms. Um, but I think it's, they've evolved to, um, I think kind of focus on like what you can do with your family. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially I'm feeling it like, maybe it's because we got that break with COVID. And so we got to experience a more slow life. And so now it feels like all the events are times a thousand. Um, yeah. Um, so we we still have, you know, our egg hunt and our Santa event. Um, mm-hmm. During COVID for a couple of years, we did drive through events. Yep. And now um, the summer and then this fall, we'll be continuing some of our park play dates, which is, just an opportunity to have some coffee and meet other moms in, in a really casual way. And we've had some really cool stories of moms who are brand new to Kansas City, some like super brand new to motherhood. Mm-hmm. Have kids that they can, can play at the park. They're newborns. Um, they come just because they're looking for that community. So regardless yeah. of all the changes and how we change our events and how we change our online behavior, moms, kind of like Steph said, moms still need community. Mm-hmm. We are seeing the same thing here in Kansas City. Definitely. So Sarah, what do you see as being kind of next? Like what's coming up? What's the plan? Who knows? Instagram. Continue greatness. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Who knows what will be the next way we communicate? Uh Uh-huh. That's weird to think about. Chasing the finish line that keeps moving. Yeah. Um, But I think 
we always will go back to our foundation and our goals and the whole reason that any of us do this, which is to build community and make moms feel less alone. Mm -hmm. So whether that's moving more towards events or who knows, you know, how we're going to change our online behavior, but continuing to go back to that. And then I also think we'll continue to provide opportunities for all kinds of voices to be heard. And that's important to us. And we'll continue to chase that goal as well. Yeah. One thing I've always really appreciated is how we, especially like during events, we will get feedback from moms, um, like compliments or things that they really liked or things that made their life easier. Um, or just even like talking to people out in the wild, people are like, Oh, Kansas city mom collective. Oh my gosh, you guys have the best park guide. Yeah. That kind of thing is great. I think for us, because it helps us know like, Oh good. That's, you know, not that we didn't think it was valuable, but it's always nice to get that feedback. And I think it also kind of makes our group kind of a collaborative, like a working document for less of a better word, you know, with our community, um, which I think makes us really unique. It's like, we're not some, you know, up in the sky group. It's like, we're, we're down on the ground (laughs) with the rest of you all. Yeah. When we're planning out content, a lot of it is like, well, I was in this mom's group and this mom, she knew how to, or where to, you know, do this. Yes. Yes. Develop a lot of our content. Exactly. Like with our guides and Julia does, um, Julia and Kristen do most of our guides, but in mom groups paying attention to, yeah, like those questions that are asked over and over, like, Mm -hmm if I had a dollar for every time somebody was like, what are the best parks or, uh, where can I get my daughter's ears pierced? And then Julia was like, I will go, (laughs) I will make a guide for that. And now, you know, I just copy and paste those links to people. I swear once a day. So it's very, very cool. Well, Sarah, congratulations. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, double digits. And Um, well, thank you. And I'm excited to be a part of it and to see where, um, where we go in the next, in the next 10 years. All right, friends. Thank you. Thanks, Sarah, for sharing. Of course. Okay. In honor of the 10 year celebration for KCMC, instead of favorite things in Kansas city, we're going to share kind of our favorite, maybe our favorite Kansas city mom collective moment over the past decade in life of our group. So Sarah, what would you say your, one of your standouts is? Um, I have a really hard time choosing, but there's many. um, I think getting to work with the chiefs was one of Mm. my big moments because it was, you know, the Super Bowl year and just getting to go into the, you know, stadium when nobody was there. And um, we got like a private tour with photographer and it was just so cool and uh-huh that's just I mean really cool but I also think like um I can think of just contributors like micro blogs which are what we yes. publish with the short things on Facebook or Instagram usually that are usually after an event and I feel like those are my favorite they're so good things because they just connect with our audience, like in what they're feeling in that moment. And when our writer like gets it right, it's like so good. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I feel like there's been micros where, whether they're more serious or more funny that just stick in my mind, like Julie, 
wrote one about her daughter's. Was that her Valentine's box? Valentine's Day box. I will never forget it. And now every year that my kid or kids make one and it looks um, unique, let's yeah. say, I think about her post about that and how like how well written that was. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Makes me feel better about just leaving it as it is. So yeah, that's true. The microblogs are are wonderful. Um, okay. My favorite moment was probably during COVID. Everybody is stuck at home. It's summer of 2020 and um, our video team, social media, or yeah, social media put together a reel where um, a lot of our contributors answer the question of basically what are you going to do for school in the fall Um, or daycare school, any of, you know, any of the above. And it was all in black and white and it was each mom would answer and say what they were doing. And then they would end it with, and that is, and I, and that's the right choice for my family or what what did we say, Sarah? That's what it is. And that, and that is the right choice for my family or, you know, something like that. And it was so great because I remember there being so much judgment around that time. Yes. Like, oh, Sarah, what are you? Gonna, oh, Sarah, and you're your kids to school. Mm. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And it was so good to just hear from so many different people with the main idea and the point that that's right. That's what's right for those people. And for that particular mom, I, mean, um, I, I loved you. that. I had to record mine like. 20 times because we all recorded it ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are obviously alone. <laughs> I would cry. I there were several people who cried. Um, yeah. Because it just was so heavy at that time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the whole, you know, strangely, maybe not strangely, I think the whole COVID time with our group actually was, um, was very cool in its own weird way. Yeah. Um, of just having that connection with other moms and trying to connect with other people in our community during that that time of um, kind of loneliness, honestly. Yeah, I think that so, will be very, I mean, I still remember recording a <laughs> Facebook Live with a doctor who we partner with frequently. Yeah. Like a few months before everything shut down and saying like, well, there's this new COVID thing. And we're like, oh, it's not a big deal. You don't need to worry about it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I know. Isn't that just crazy? We like strike that from our memories, but like, it's just some of those moments will be the parts that I remember about COVID, you know? Yeah. In my personal experiences. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, friends. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, we are so appreciative of each of you, especially as we celebrate the 10 years, because a lot of that is because of our readers and our listeners and all the wonderful moms in our community. So thank you to each of you. And we will see you guys back here next time. Thanks so much. Another thank you to our episode sponsor. At Price Chopper, we're always chopping prices, just like we're always making sure you get the best cut every time. Our expert meat cutters work hard to give you the freshest cuts of KC Pride Beef at prices you'll love even more. With our 200% price guarantee on KC Pride Beef, you can be sure you're giving your family the very best. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows Price Chopper. Thank you again for spending part of your day with us. We would love for you to share this podcast with other Kansas City moms, as well as rate and review, as this helps others find us. We would also love to hear from you, whether it's to share what you loved about today's episode, an idea for a future topic, or just to tell us how you're doing. We are here for you. You can email us anytime at kcncpodcast at gmail.com. 
see you next time on another episode of Kansas City MomCast.